0: Hello, hello, and hello, everybody. Welcome back for another episode, If Not Now When. Today, oh my goodness, I have such an honor. and super excited for today's guest speaker. We have Abiji Cardo Carr. Wow, what a beautiful name. And it's a full story behind the scene, which we're going to talk about momentarily. And Abiji, he is a business leader and a problem solver at heart. He has worked as entrepreneur, uh, management consultant, product management leader across Fortune 500 company, as well as a C-stage startup venture. Oh my goodness. Uh, today, he is a founder for Enterprise CX with a passion to realize and full value of customer experience and drive the business growth. He is also COO for Mentor Cloud, a human power growth platform for your organization to rapidly um, grow and scale, and truly help you supporting your people. Lastly, he is Amazon best-selling author. The book name Unlock. You can see it on the screen. A modern career leadership playbook. You should get it right now. With everybody, oh my goodness, I am super excited and beyond honored. Thank you so much, Abidji, for joining us and welcome to the show.
1: Wen, thank you so much for the opportunity. It's an honor and, you know, it's such a pleasure to connect with you and the audience. And I'm sure we're going to have a lot of fun.
0: Yes. So let's dive in, Abidji. Like, let's talk about, you know, speaking of fun, how does the whole fun journey begin?
1: Yeah, it, it, it's great. And, you know, uh, when just a quick thumbnail on my background and kind of how it all started. I was born and raised in India, and that's where I you know, went to um, undergrad, grad, et cetera. So mm-hmm. uh, even in India, I was traveling all the time uh, and because of the nature of my dad's work. And I lived in over 12 states in India, and I got to make so many friends. And then I eventually moved to the US in the late 90s. And uh, ever since that time, I've been working in what I would call as management consulting roles, as well Mm -hmm. as technology roles. Um, And one of the things that has really helped me through this journey has been this this idea of how can we solve problems Mm -hmm. and whether we are solving problems for ourselves, our Mm -hmm. communities, our teams, our customers, our partners. Across all of this is this theme of how can we make others lives better, whether it's their professional lives, their personal lives, and Mm -hmm. how can we create more value for them? And that has been something that, you know, my mom and dad have taught me over the years. And even when I was a kid, my mom taught me the the power of empathy and how can we use empathy to understand the other person and understand others' perspectives. Mm -hmm. So all of my mom's learnings and my dad's learnings have had a big impact on me throughout this journey. And um, quite frankly, is if we look at what's going on in the world today, mm-hmm. on one hand, you can say, "Oh my God, there is so many challenges." But at the same time, I really think that there's so many opportunities. And if we can apply problem solving, if we, if we can apply empathy mm-hmm. to a lot of these situations, we can always see upside in any kind of situation that we have out there. And mm-hmm. I would I would definitely encourage everybody to think about mm-hmm. in, in every single problem or challenge that you're seeing today, there is a little kernel of opportunity that you have to unpack uh, so mm-hmm. that so that you can take advantage of it.
0: I love that, Vijay. I love that you talk about you know, along the journey and how you always want to solve the problem and serve others. I think it's such an incredible example about serving leadership and that's who you are today. So with that, I want to have so much to unpack. First of all, what inspired you to left home and come to the United States? It's a completely different world. Why you left? What brought you here?
1: Oh, that's a great question. So, um, you know, for for some reason, ever since I was a kid, I always thought of myself as an American in the sense that I always was immersed in the pop culture, in the business culture Mm -hmm. of the United States. And it really drew me. And I I quite frankly, had this fascination for free market capitalism Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: uh, being being free. And um, although in India, I had a really good upbringing, I was I would say I was middle of the middle class in India. Mm Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of growing up. So I absolutely had really good, you know, you know, opportunities for education and things like that. Mm -hmm. At the same time, I really wanted to figure out how can I create the most impact. And for me to create the most impact, I have to operate at a a different scale, maybe at a more global scale. Mm -hmm. And to me, that opportunity lay in the United States. And when I got the opportunity, I moved here. And quite frankly, for an immigrant, who showed up on the uh, at San Francisco Airport with mm-hmm. less than hundred dollars? Um, I did pretty well, and so it's all a testament to wow. an amazing country that the United States is, and quite frankly, it's also a testament to the amazing upbringing and the background that I had back in India. And so um, I think to me, it's the best of both worlds, and um, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't trade that for anything else in the world.
0: Talking him arrive in AirPro with less than hundred dollars in your pocket were you were you scared abiji sounds like you were just come here with a dream with you know want to make an impact to the greater scale but were you scared at the moment given that this is a complete new world
1: yeah when it's it's funny you ask that because uh at that point i was actually not scared at all and mm-hmm. here's the reason there is very limited downside like what's the worst that can happen right um i'm like there's nothing for me to lose over there so mm-hmm. In fact, I saw everything as an upside and mm-hmm. I still see that to this day, because uh, when when your expectations are at a super low, then <laughs> everything in life is a bonus, right? So that's the way I look at it. Um, so I definitely have hope and I, mm-hmm. I'm constantly planning and thinking about the future and things like that. But mm-hmm. at the same time, if I, if I can keep my expectations low and that's mm-hmm. not easy, but, but if I can do that, then... My happiness level automatically goes up. So I would say it's not so, it was not so much scary per se, but definitely Mm -hmm. excited about the opportunities that lay ahead and that still lie ahead, quite frankly.
0: Wow, what a journey. And I love how you you articulate so well, think about what is worse could happen. In the same time, set the realistic expectation, Mm -hmm. and everything else is bonus. Such an amazing mindset and perspective looking at life. so now I'm picking my question to you, uh, Abiji. You know, what inspired you? What moment you realize you want to be an entrepreneur? Now you follow your heart, you're chasing the freedom, come to this new world. What part, what part you realize you want to be an entrepreneur?
1: That's a great question. So the way I think about sort of our life phases and our career phases is, um, you know, we kind of climb and camp and climb and camp at different levels in our life. And, um, so for, for a long time, I was climbing up the corporate ladder, right? Mm-hmm. So I from management consulting, transition to tech. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really saw the opportunity. And tech is such an amazing, uh, I would say, a democratizing force in the universe in the sense that the moment you you give a smartphone, a connectivity, you give opportunities to build things on the cloud and mm-hmm. provide all of these opportunities to people, it's like really uncorking the champagne bottle and everybody gets to participate and create value. And, and quite frankly, I saw that from consulting to tech as that opportunity. And I, as, I, as I climbed and I, I camped in tech for some time, I was a leader at Cisco mm-hmm. um, and ran a $2.5 billion software portfolio. And I was camping there in the sense that I was making everything better around me I realized that I should start climbing again because when you camp for some time, it's great. You make the campground better and you kind of feed your team and take care of everybody. But after a while, you kind of start feeling that itch to go back and climb again.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: so to me, it was like, okay, what should I do next? And I, I've always wanted to create new value, net new value um, mm-hmm. for others. So that's that's what made me go towards entrepreneurship. and um, Quite frankly, it has been quite the journey. So I would recommend anyone who is looking to get into entrepreneurship as to uh, stop thinking, start doing, because Mm -hmm. no matter how much you're going to read and how much you're going to experience from others, it Mm -hmm. really hits home when you start doing it. And the learning I've had in the last couple of years or so has mm-hmm. been so phenomenal that beats any other MBA, any other workshop, any other session mm-hmm. I've ever had. Because now we are learning at hyperscale because mm-hmm. you're in the environment. You're in the environment to create value for your customers.
0: I love that, BG, And... And I'm curious. At this moment, right, you are coming across the ocean and seeing this whole new world, seeking the freedom, seeking the impact, seeking the skills. And you are sitting this comfortable corporate environment. You are managing incredible team, right? It all sounds amazing. But yet, you think, you know what? I'm gonna do like something even bigger. And now you jump to a startup world. Like that must be not easy. Like was it was it scary for you that moment to actually decide? You know what? Tomorrow is the day. Like that moment of actually you know actually taking action was that hard and what is the hardest thing you have done a transition from that corporate environment with you know big team and scale to now like oh you are in the hustle you are on the trenches how's that like for you
1: there's so many things to that one is you're in a corporate environment as you rightly said you got a whole bunch of people uh, that are reporting up to you. Um, you have an amazing admin assistant who's taking care of your calendar and meetings and everything, and you are driving large-scale transformation in a company. So all of that is super exciting. And, and w- w- what happens in those type of roles is that after some time, you, you've achieved the transformation, you've achieved the things that you've set out to achieve. And then the question becomes, what next? When you think about what next, it's, at least to me, it's about what's meaningful. What is the meaning that I want to create in the world? And is it going to be about these particular items that I'm running, uh, running with in this corporate role? Or should it be something different or bigger? Um, the answer to everyone is different for that question. And for me, the answer was, how can I create more meaning? it doesn't necessarily needs to be bigger, but it definitely needs to be more meaningful. And with that th- thought process, I started thinking about, okay, what is, what's next for me? Is it about creating a better customer experience for companies? Is it about creating a mentoring um, environment for a lot of people who are struggling to get that mentorship that I was fortunate enough to get? And so as I started to think down that path, I started to see that, hey, I should definitely be creating content, which is, you know, the genesis of the book and the videos that I do. But I should also be creating a platform and and aiming to create value for those people. So with those thought processes, I started down that path. But at the same time, going back to your question, when what is the moment and when do you decide to take the plunge? I, I think that at some point you have to be like, um, Indiana Jones, who is starting, who is like standing on the edge of the cliff and the note in his hand says, oh, you got to cross the bridge. And Indiana Jones sees there's no bridge. You just, you just have to step your foot in the air. And, and, you know, you have to have faith that the bridge will appear from down, down below. And it does. The point is you have to overcome your, your, your situation and your current mindset to say, you know what, it's okay. And again, I think thinking about it, part of it was the excitement. Part of it was, hey, if I don't do this now, it's going to be now or never. And the third part is again, what's the worst that could happen? Hmm. I could all, I could take a corporate job tomorrow, right? I could just find another job tomorrow. That's not a problem. But the moment where i have this thing going where i have this thought process going and where i believe i can create contribute and and generate value for my customers i think mm-hmm. that excitement is mm-hmm. what pushes you over right so it also means that you need to have really strong desire for it and you need to have like a, a almost like your heart and mind alignment towards what you want to do, because you're going to get up every day in the morning and go at it every day. It has to be something that excites you beyond belief. So that's, that's something that you should absolutely aim for.
0: Wow, we can all sense excitement, you know, cross the screen. And, you know, which I truly admire that you can really just tuning with your own heart and despite all the logical, all the incredible thing that you list earlier, by still saying, yes, I'm going to honor what is in my heart. I'm going to move forward. Despite at this moment, bridge is not a curve, but I trust the first that I make, seconds that going can magically show up. I love that. Um, so back to the entrepreneurship, you know, BG, you know, you and me know this, startup journey is not easy by any uh, means. And, you know, there's even that saying that over 90% of startups, fails in the first year or so, right? You know, and I think the field is all about, you know, the different pivot, different evolution from the mistake, from the fatal, quote-unquote, failure, and then pivot, being success, right? So I'm curious, along the journey, what is the, quote-unquote, the biggest failure or challenge you overcome and help you become who you are today as a successful entrepreneur?
1: I would say my number one learning in my entrepreneurial journey has been it's it's kind of a, it's kind of a surprising thing for me, but it was take care of yourself. And it was, it, it may sound kind of weird, like isn't entrepreneurship mm-hmm. about taking care of your customers, creating value, um, mm-hmm. you know, um, selling, delivering all, anything, mm-hmm. any product or service that you're into to the market. So to my, the answer to that is yes all of the above, no question. Mm-hmm. But the first thing you got to do is take care of yourself. Take care of yourself emotionally, mentally, financially, physically. Because if you are in top shape in all of those dimensions, you're going to create that value. You are mm-hmm. super smart. You are you know, well-learned. You know your customers. You know your industry. You have everything going for you. Mm -hmm. But the variable is you. Are you in the zone? And for you to be in the zone to create that value, you Mm got to be in great condition, mentally, Mm -hmm. physically, emotionally, financially, et cetera. And make sure you're secure yourself because to me, that has been the number one learning. And I've invested in that. I've invested in making sure that I, I keep at it. I'm in the zone every day. And that's what has helped me a ton Um, And sometimes what you got to do is you really have to figure out your environment, scan your environment, and see what changes do you need to make, whether it's your lifestyle, it's your diet, it's your friends, Mm -hmm. it's colleagues, it's your market, Um, it may be your own personal zone and give space to yourself. Mm -hmm. All of those things matter. Um, and in some ways, COVID has been really bad. And I, I feel sorry for all the families mm-hmm. who've lost lives of their near mm-hmm. and dear ones. And it's been terrible.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: it's wreaked to havoc an economy. And on the other hand, I really think that there is upside with COVID as well. It has allowed all of us more flexibility, mm-hmm. more freedom, and also this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to really reassess who we are, what we are here to do. Mm
2: -hmm. And quite
1: frankly, using that COVID or pandemic as a lever, you can figure out what you want to do next because getting into the zone and getting Mm -hmm. into the state is actually slightly easier because of COVID. I know it Mm -hmm. sounds kind of like weird, but it is actually true because Mm -hmm. we don't commute anymore. Uh, we don't, we have more flexible schedules and things like that. So it's definitely mm-hmm. the opportunities for all of us to take better care of ourselves, mm-hmm. reassess our situation, and and launch into something that's going to be creating value for others.
0: You know, for me, I could not agree more. I felt like COVID truly reminds every single uh, one of us that, you know, frankly, we're all going to die. It could be tomorrow, It could be next month, could be hopefully it's many, many years from now, but it could be sometimes that we can anticipate with that this moment really count and i think i, I really love admire that Abishu. you can be so intentional and i felt like your intentionality about who you are what value you represent you bring on this planet you are very aware of that the whole time i'm curious what inspired you that way are you always this way or is there something happening like leading that change
1: yeah in my mind it's more like what else should I be doing? Like if I'm not creating <laughs> value for others. Right. And, mm-hmm. and, and I, I think, okay, so this is kind of sound weird when, but mm-hmm. whatever anybody wants to achieve, somebody wants to be super rich. Somebody mm-hmm. wants to find their ideal spouse or partner. Somebody wants to have an amazing family life, want to raise mm-hmm. kids in a certain way. Um, somebody wants to create great things for their community, somebody. So whatever your goals are, your aspirations are, Mm -hmm. the path to that goal lies in creating value for others. It doesn't matter what it is. If you want to be rich, if you want to have a successful startup, for example, the path lies in creating value for your customers. So Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter where you look at it, whether it's personal or professional, I think Mm -hmm. if we can have this as part of our mindset, as part of our internal strategic pillar, Mm -hmm. this would actually help us to, you know, create, basically unlock our potential that exists in Mm -hmm. in all senses, whether it's personal or professional.
0: I love that so much, and I use I use my word. I call it wing, wing, and wing. When you wing, I wing, everybody wing. So it's all about how can we contribute to one another, how can we support one another. And I say, people say, Asian hey, are good at math. I'm gonna tell people my math equation is one plus one equals three. When we truly all come together, support one another, the whole world is a bigger pie for everybody. And speaking about unlocking human potential, I'm curious, tell us more about unlock, sorry, I would love to
1: tell you the unlock story, but let me add one more thing on the last question in terms of creating value, right? So a lot of times, um, me included have expectations that, oh, if I added value to someone, that person should add value back to me. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to share that that may not be true. And the way the universe works is, or at least that's what I've seen based on observation is you just have to create value, whether you're doing that for your friends, your family, your Mm -hmm. community, your team, your organization, your customers, your partners, it doesn't matter. Just create value. The way you will receive value is not exactly the way you create value. So the way you will receive value back from the universe is fundamentally different. And the universe is not going to give you a warning sign or a heads up or anything like that, but it will absolutely create value for you. Most of the time, it will create many, many X value for you versus Mm -hmm. what you actually create for the universe. So the point is, create value with low expectations. And that, in my mind, is is a secret sauce to kind Mm -hmm. of making sure that you are creating value without having an expectation that that other person or that other human being Mm -hmm. you're helping is actually has to create value in exactly the same way for you. It doesn't work Mm -hmm. like that. So, so just have low expectations of anybody else creating value for you, but you Mm -hmm. will, you'll receive far more than your, you know, what your wildest imagination. And so um, with that being said, um, let me, let me share the story about unlock. Mm -hmm. So this is back in 2009 Um, we're in the midst of the financial crisis. And, uh, at that time I started helping some friends with, um, you know, their resume and helping them find jobs and things like Mm -hmm. that. And then, um, they got success and they basically told their friends, Hey, you, you guys should talk to Abhijit. And, um, so soon complete strangers started calling my phone and said, Hey, I need help. Can you he help me, etc.? So I started a website called CareerTiger.com, and I started uh, helping friends find a job. And then I transitioned to helping them with their ongoing career, and this became a passion of mine. And I still do that, not only in my in my spare time, but also in my day job. I'm constantly trying to figure out ways to help people in their careers. And fast forward to about 2019 or so, um, you know, one of my mentors said, "Hey, Abij." you've been helping so many people, but why don't you write a book about that? And my point was like, really a book and me, like I have nothing to share. And his point was all these experiences that you have of helping other people, coaching others with their careers, try to codify that in a way that people, more people would understand. So that's number one. Number two is I've also created specific tools to help people. And these are, you know, tools that anyone can use pretty quickly and figure out what do they want to do next in their career, how should they approach it, where is the market headed, how to find out career opportunities, how to connect and network with people to, you know, explore those opportunities, things like that. So I packaged all of that up into this book called Unlock. And um, when it was released, um, you know in July of uh, 2020, we were right in the midst of a pandemic, etc. but regardless, uh, the book did extremely well. It was on the Amazon bestseller list on you know day one, week one, etc, right up there with all the famous authors that you and I admire and, oh and so to me, yeah, and so to me that's been a massive milestone in the journey. and I've n- nothing but you know gratitude to my mentors, who basically egged me on to write the book and also my publisher um, and also all of the folks who, you know, work with me as part of a team, because I realized that writing a book is teamwork, not just, you know, hard Mm -hmm. work by one human being. So this is a fantastic team effort. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, um, you know, people can find out more by going to unlockthebook.com, but in general you know, the the ideas that are expressed in the book are applicable at any point of our professional lives. And this is just sort of a humble effort to help people who are in their career journey and trying to find a better way.
0: Wow, Biji. You know, one thing I love most about you is you are so accomplished and so successful, yet you are just so humble and, you know, such a servant leadership, which I truly believe that's one reason that you today inspires me inspires so many people around you, which is amazing. Uh, you know, speaking of last speaking of the mentorship, which I think truly is a thing, a threat in your entire career life. I'm curious, you know, why mentorship is so important to you? And if you know, if if you may say, what is one biggest misconception people know about mentorship?
1: Yeah, mentorship is absolutely fundamental to our success. Um, and when you were maybe younger, your mom might have been your mentor or your dad or your teachers later on um and as you grew up there have been maybe elders around you or maybe colleagues in the office especially someone who is a little bit more senior and these people have had an impression on you an influence on you mm-hmm. uh, in terms of who you are today that mentoring might have been just a small conversation in fact some of my most important mentoring moments in my life have been like a three-minute conversation or a 10-minute conversation with someone, but it has provided me that insight that I was like, aha, that's how I should look at the world. That's how mm-hmm. I should look at this adversity or opportunity. Um, mm-hmm. And and if you really think about it, there have been many such episodes in our lives where people have just literally said something to us that has been so much valuable. And, and to me, that is mentorship. And mentorship is mm-hmm. um, Today happens organically in the sense that when you know when when you you've been um, you know at at a uh, at a gathering or maybe on a phone call or what have mm-hmm. you, and you receive that mentorship, you didn't seek it, you didn't ask for it, but a lot of times it was given to you. But imagine this, right? If we were able to actually manufacture. These situations in the future. So that's one of my reasons to be a part of Mentor Cloud is to create Mm. mentoring opportunities um, for folks in the future. And everybody needs mentoring, whether I'm an entrepreneur or I'm Mm -hmm. early in career or I'm a successful executive, all of us need Mm -hmm. mentoring. And one of the common misconceptions about mentoring is oh, is it coaching? And uh, it's not coaching. And because coaching is like, how you have a team coach or how you have mm-hmm. a coach that, who can be with you for a long period of time and help you get better in certain things. Mentor comes from a place of expertise, comes mm-hmm. from a place of wisdom, comes from a place of a person who's been there, done that. And she might be providing advice to me, which is coming from Hey, I've been in your shoes, or I know what it feels like in your situation, but here's how I dealt with it, or here's Mm -hmm. how to see it, which is Mm -hmm. different. And so uh, a coach is someone who will probably ask you a bunch of questions and help Mm -hmm. you get better in certain areas. And that's great. I think uh, coaches have their own place, but mentoring comes from a place of expertise and wisdom. And Mm -hmm. it's basically not a uh, sort of a factor of time. But it's mentoring could happen in minutes or you know in a couple of hours, where coaching happens over a period of time. So Mm. mentoring is something that you know is basically another key to use the word unlock um, your potential and unlock opportunities with insights that come from a place of wisdom.
0: So what is one best practices you will share with uh, our listeners about you know seeking mentor or mentoring mentoring others? What is one thing that you would like to share?
1: Yeah. So it was, it was interesting as I've found mentors and I have a lot of mentors, uh, mm-hmm. easy, well, I would say easily over 30 mentors and um, mentors don't need to be of a certain age or a mm-hmm. certain background or a mm-hmm. certain company or certain title. Mentors mm-hmm. are everywhere. In fact, a good chunk of my mentors are younger than me and, mm. but they are, and they are at the same time uh working in so many diverse areas where i don't have expertise in so the Mm -hmm. key to getting more mentors is being curious genuinely curious and genuinely um hungry about learning certain things which you know you're not good at today Mm -hmm. and you know those will be very important in the future or the near Mm -hmm. future so if it's something important for example if i want to learn more about digital marketing I want to get in touch with someone who know, who has been there, done that, who's an expert mm-hmm. in digital marketing, at least knows m- way more than me. And then to me is to go to to that person and say, hey, I just need 30 minutes of your time. Um, I just have the situation. Can you spare 20, 30 minutes of your time? Um, mm-hmm. So to me, that has been the best way. And I usually do that via introductions, um, whether mm-hmm. I use LinkedIn or Facebook, any of the social tools. Or if I just call up my friend and say, "Hey, I would like to talk to so and so who is a you know really good at digital marketing. Can you help me make an intro?" Um, mm-hmm. One one other piece of advice is, uh, please don't share that. Uh, hey, can you be my mentor? Because people don't um, you know a lot of people may not understand that fully. What is mm-hmm. what does it mean to be a mentor?
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: one hack there is, you can ask for advice. And that, mm-hmm. that way people will feel really nice because, Hey, who wouldn't like advice, right? Who wouldn't like to give advice? So everybody mm-hmm. likes to, Oh, of course I'll give advice. And mm-hmm. so, so the hack there is to say, Hey, please, if you can share some advice for me, I'm in this situation. And that become becomes your star of your, of your journey to mentorship. Mm-hmm. Lastly, do something for that person who's providing that advice um, it could be anything. It could be, mm-hmm. hey, you can maybe help that other person out by providing introductions to some other folks who might be mm-hmm. valuable. It could mm-hmm. be uh, things that you already have you can share. Um, figure out ways to create value for the mentor as well so that it's a two-way mm-hmm. street and not a one-way street.
0: Tell us more about Mentor Cloud. Talk more about how can folks enjoy and be part of an incredible company and you know, share a device through there.
1: Yeah, we are a super fast-growing company right now uh, with incredible customers. Our customers are, you know, large enterprises like Marriott, Merck, Santander Bank, as mm-hmm. well as the world's largest CEO network, which is YPO, and others. So we're serving some of the uh, biggest and the most amazing organizations on the planet. Um, mm-hmm. It really boils down to this: when you know every company wants to have a mentoring program for their employees or their members. Mm -hmm. Every executive who really loves her team or his team wants to implement mentoring, but they may not know how to do that because they are Mm -hmm. experts in their own own domain, but they may not be mentorship experts. Mm -hmm. And that's where MentorCloud comes in and we help companies design world-class mentoring programs and implement them and scale them using our software, uh, which is an AI-driven software for mentoring. Mm-hmm. And um, the results that they're getting are incredible. So our customers use um, mentoring in four major areas. Um, first is they drive a lot of employee engagement. And mm-hmm. maybe because of a lot of you know uh, Zoom fatigue or other reasons, people are sort of a little bit disengaged at work. So mentoring Mm -hmm. helps people to engage better at work because of mentor-mentor relationships. Mm -hmm. Second is, you know, people find that mentoring creates advancement in careers. So when companies roll out mentoring, they see their people advancing in their careers, um, you know, demonstrate more leadership. Mm -hmm. Third area is diversity and inclusion. So, you know, people who may have been left behind earlier, because of mentoring now, they can actually take advantage of the opportunities that lie ahead in their organizations, whether it's uh, women leaders or people of color and uh, folks like that. So that definitely helps with diversity and inclusion. And lastly, but probably the most important, is companies are using mentoring to drive large-scale transformation in their company, whether it's digital transformation or culture transformation, etc. cetera. So mentoring mm-hmm. is sort of this operating system that they're installing, which actually creates more results for them. So it's mm-hmm. it's super exciting to be a part of this journey. And uh, we're just getting started.
0: I love the vision. I truly think the world will be a better place when everybody have the mentor, have the mentee and support one another and truly grow together. So now I'm going to pivot our conversation back to you, Apigee. Uh, you know, we talk a lot about um you know your your journey, how you come to this world see, seeking freedom, seeking more impact, and I'm curious you know we also talk about you know uh, pieces that are challenging for you, maybe it's one of the failure moments that in the past. I'm curious, what is your today' definition of success, and with that, are you successful
1: yeah i think I think our definitions for success should evolve, and our traditional definition of success has been. Um, financial success or professional success which which are all important don't get me Mm -hmm. wrong I think those are all um, important things but I really believe that professional and financial success is in the service of something Mm -hmm. and let me explain what that means if if a person um, or a company is financially successful Mm -hmm. Um, Or if that person is professionally successful, Mm -hmm. what does that actually mean other than that success? So it's Mm -hmm. a fairly self-contained definition of success. So let me share an example. What Mm -hmm. if a person is financially successful and that person is leveraging the financial success to figure out ways to create value for customers or their, their community or their friends? To me, that's a greater measure of success versus Mm -hmm. a person who's purely just financially successful. Mm -hmm. So there is, you know, financial success is absolutely important. All of us should be financially Mm -hmm. successful, professionally successful. However, make sure that you are leveraging that success to Mm -hmm. create even more successes for others, because Mm -hmm. that's where real success lies. When... Let's say you go, you go talk to some really senior people. Maybe um, they're really old, and ask them, "Hey, what's your regret, or what's what's something that has that would is your disappointment, if you will?"
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, they are not going to say, "Oh, I wish I had made more money, or I wish I went from becoming a director or VP to a CEO." That's absolutely not what they would say. What they would say is, "I wish." I had created more value for my family, for my community, for my teams, for people around me.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: to me, that would be a great way to figure out how do we want to achieve success um, in terms of that value creation versus mm-hmm. achieving success for myself. Achieving mm-hmm. success for myself, it's great. However, that's just a milestone in the journey. Having success for yourself puts you in a really nice spot. And that mm-hmm. makes you a little bit more comfortable. You get mm-hmm. more financial you know, uh, benefits and other things with that. Absolutely great. But that's just a milestone. The journey lies ahead.
0: So with that, are you successful?
1: I think I'm definitely on that path. So mm-hmm. I, I think that the journey never ends. And mm-hmm. if the journey is ended, then I would be super bored, right? When uh, <laughs> so, so, the journey is absolutely there. The path is there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There are days when I I'm crawling on that journey. There are days when I'm walking on that journey. There are days mm-hmm. when I'm absolutely running and sprinting on that journey. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, the the good news is for at least for me, the path mm-hmm. is set. I'm I'm super excited and super charged. Uh, mm-hmm. And at the same time, I think the the, the fun lies in bringing others along and helping them find their own paths um, to, this, mm-hmm. to this journey as well.
0: Oh my God, Ajibi, I really love, you know, I felt throughout the conversation, the servant mentality, the, the mission of truly serve others, support others truly is the front of everything and anything you do. I'm curious, where's that come from? Are oh, you always born this way? Is it an inspiration? It's a moment that you, you start shifting the mindset. And you know, I love when you articulate earlier about, if I'm helping you, i should not expecting you helping me back. Like, I love you have such a clear articulation in your head about what a servant means. So can you tell us more about that? I'm so curious.
1: Yeah, I think it uh, definitely comes from a mom and dad, um, you know, my, my upbringing a whole lot. Um, so that's definitely helpful. It's also, in my mind, um, what has been your uh, anyone's curiosity, mm-hmm. um, in the sense that if you follow your path to whatever makes you happy, right? Mm. Uh, for example, so if 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 you try to figure out what really makes you happy, you will find that the highest happiness is actually helping others. So. Um, so that's one way to figure that out. The other p- way to figure it out is, hey, what do you want to do? And when, you, when we, all of us were younger, all of us wanted to be rich, successful movie stars mm-hmm. or entrepreneurs or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the path is we realize that, hey, is that real happiness? Because we look at the lives of a lot of, quote unquote, really successful people. Mm-hmm. And are they really happy? Are they really content and satisfied with their lives? And Mm -hmm. the answer is probably no. And so the curiosity to kind of figure out where real happiness lies, Mm -hmm. um, and in value creation for others, I I think part of that is definitely my upbringing, and part of that is sort of the curiosity Mm -hmm. to figure out um, sort of what is real happiness and what does success mean. Uh, Mm -hmm. So to me, all of those are interconnected. And Mm the 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 one the other hack I'll share with you is. when, when you are thinking about who are the people around you, make sure you're surrounding yourself with people who are thinking positive, Mm -hmm. who are seeking opportunities, who are selfless and who are out there to help others, because that's the way you will, you will also make sure that you are immersing yourself in this environment Mm -hmm. that allows you to help others. Because if you are with friends or other folks, that are, that don't believe in this Mm -hmm. and they are ridiculing you or they're putting you down for helping others or seeking uh, success other than your own, then Mm -hmm. you may over a period of time develop some of those qualities. So Mm -hmm. having, having and creating an environment for yourself that allows you to do that is also part of that. So seek out friends Mm -hmm. of people who are Who have this attitude towards life that includes positivity, um, Mm -hmm. service of others, and that will help all of us to become Mm -hmm. even better and basically get more people on this other side of things.
0: Yes. Yes. I love that. Um, What legacy do you want to leave behind on this planet, Abhijie?
1: Oh, my God. You know what? I haven't quite thought about that. So I would say uh, that question is a little challenging for me to answer. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, you know, someone who's just helped others, that's probably a good legacy, um, you know m- e- all of us want to kind of live beyond the point when we die. and the way to do that is to create things for others, mm-hmm. whether you create content,
2: mm-hmm. you
1: write a book, mm-hmm. you make a piece of music, mm-hmm. you you create a piece of software, or you you do something, you create something which will have a life of its own beyond mm-hmm. yourself. And when you create that, you will feel that, oh my God, that could be part of my legacy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Here's the thing, when We are in 2021. The amount of tools we have at our disposal to create these amazing things is just incredible. And we have a lot of tools right Mm-hmm. In right in our hands right now.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: In fact, people are inseparable from their phones right now. You take away their phone, they'll almost cry. <laughs> <laughs> so the point I'm trying to make is the thing that you want to create in this world and leave a legacy,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you already have that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You just have to put your mind towards it
2: mm-hmm. and
1: actually do something. The world rewards mm-hmm. creators not consumers. And if we think about creating, the tools for creating are right here.
2: Mm -hmm. And
1: guess what? Most of them are free. So what's stopping you from creating content for others, creating Mm -hmm. value for others, creating Mm -hmm. software for others, creating that amazing piece of music for others? That's what's going to live beyond your physical life and Mm -hmm. leave a legacy for the
0: world. I'm curious. Now we're looking at an entire life journey, right? You are covering so much things and I love that you continue to serve and create impact. I'm curious, what is one thing that if you could tell the younger version of yourself? Maybe it's 25, maybe it's 30, whatever that time age you felt like is a pivotal moment. What would you wish he knows back in the time?
1: Yeah, I look when I've made so many mistakes over the years. I'm probably the king of making mistakes. The one thing I would have I would, um, I would tell my younger self is definitely have more persistence, Mm
2: -hmm. which
1: is, which is, um, not giving up on things earlier than, um, than I did, um, whether it's, um, you know, it could be, Hey, giving up on a certain project or selling Mm -hmm. certain stocks early. It could be so many other things. Uh, but I think giving, giving up early is one, one advice uh, that I would say, hey, make sure you, you consider everything before you give up on a project or a particular mm-hmm. area of work. So that's number one. Um, I think the second one would be to uh, don't take yourself too seriously and have fun <laughs> in the process and take care of yourself. Because the more you take care of yourself, mm-hmm. the better off your results are going to be, the mm-hmm. better off your future will be.
0: I love that. I am working on Don't Take Myself Too Seriously. The oftentimes, I was like, ah, oh, I'm so annoyed by this problem. But I thought, you know what? Chill. You are just fine. <laughs> so I love that. Um, Abhijit, uh, you are today a successful entrepreneur. You start one venture after another. So tell us, what is the one piece of advice you want to share with our entrepreneur who are maybe um, aspiring entrepreneurs or even sees entrepreneurs about what made you so successful?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that made that is the only thing that helped contribute towards um, the traction that um, I have got or I'm am getting.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but the one thing, that, there's never just a one thing, right? But the one important thing
2: mm-hmm.
1: that I would recommend is getting super clear on the problem you're solving and how you're solving it. Mm-hmm. And in my mind. A lot of times, not enough time is spent on double-clicking, triple-clicking, quadruple-clicking on what is the problem you're solving? Mm -hmm. Is that the right problem? Does Mm -hmm. the customer have that problem? And if the customer has that problem, what solutions do they apply to take care of that problem? Mm -hmm. And is my solution better? Is it faster, cheaper, or creates a better experience? Mm-hmm. and 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 in in my mind a lot of times customers really care about the outcome they really don't care how they got that outcome
2: mm-hmm. so
1: what you're creating in terms of solution it may be software but it may not be software it could be something else mm-hmm. so don't put yourself in the in a box that says oh this is the only solution i'm going to give to my mm-hmm. customers mm-hmm. be open but be super clear about problem solving. And mm-hmm. I would say that that by itself helps mm-hmm. because when you ask more questions and you solve problems, whether you're asking questions for customers or for yourself or your team,
2: mm-hmm.
1: the faster you actually get to traction. And traction is everything, as you mm-hmm. know, for an early company, an early founder. So
2: yes. uh,
1: problem solving, clarity of problem is probably mm-hmm. my number one thing that I would recommend.
0: My last question for you is uh, Abhijit. you come a long journey. you come across the ocean seeking the freedom, seeking the impact, seeking the skills. I'm curious now you're on this you know this beautiful world you have you are success in so many different levels. What are the American dreams meant for you?
1: The American dream for me really is about freedom mm-hmm. and it's about having the freedom to do what you intend to do, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: um, without any, um, any issues or any hangups or any prejudices against you. Mm -hmm. Um, to me, getting that freedom is hard. It's a hard earned freedom, whether that freedom is maybe financial freedom for some folks or freedom to create or freedom to create their own companies Mm -hmm. or freedom to, um, you know, Take care of their families, enjoy the time with their with their partners, with their kids. Mm-hmm. To me, the word freedom has so many dimensions, and to me, that's really um, my definition of the American dream.
0: Oh my goodness! I be I be I did not expect such a beautiful answer. Oh my goodness! And you know, once again, I truly want to say thank you so much for being here and being so open and so authentic. One thing I love most about you is, of course, there are so many things, but beyond all the success you have, you are so humble. You are such a servant leadership. You are truly, you know, lead by example and really bring everybody around with you on the journey, which is. Uh, just super incredible. So thank you so much for joining us. And thank you everybody for tuning in. I truly hope you enjoyed it as much as I do. And until next time, my friend, have a such a magical week. And if not, not when, if not your home, go start your business, go start your bakery, go start whatever's in your heart, because if not, not when. Bye guys.